Good morning. One of the uh, distinctives this morning is we've been working our way through our distinctives as a body of believers. And we're on number nine this morning. And the distinctive or the truth that we value very highly is that of personal holiness. And so here's our statement. I believe it's in your bulletin this morning. Uh, We believe that our theology must be fleshed out into our lives by seeking to live lives of holiness. God is in the continual process of confirming, or excuse me, conforming his children into the image of Christ. We are not perfect, but by God's grace are putting off the deeds of the flesh, putting on the fruit of the Spirit, more and more each day. And so, it's not just what we believe, but how we live. What we call orthopraxy, your, your beliefs lived out, fleshed out. The question is, Francis Schaeffer asked the question, how then shall we live? How do we live as believers in this world? If we look to 1 John 2, six. The aged apostle in these epistles, he gives us questions, doesn't he? Yes, this is how you can tell if you're in the faith. In one of these, he says, he that, in 1 John 2, 6, he that saith, that's what he believes, he says with his mouth, he that saith, he abideth in him, ought himself also so to walk. Even as he walked. We see in Romans chapter 8 and verse 13. Paul saying, for if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So again, there's a picture. We we don't... uh, walk in personal holiness to be, be accepted by God, but because we've been accepted by God, because we've been saved by the blood of Christ, we have the fruit of holiness. It's working in our life, and we're, we're being conformed to the image of Christ. John Owen, the Puritan preacher, said that daily we must be killing sin, or sin will be killing us. It's a putting off. It's a through the Spirit of God, it's a putting to death the deeds of the, of the flesh. And Paul, in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, would you just turn there for a moment? Let's go to chapter 6 of 2 Corinthians. So I'll do it backwards. Let's start in in chapter 7, verse 1. Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. There's this working out of holiness 
and the fear of God. It's, it's letting the holiness of Christ be worked out in our lives. But look at what the apostle says, therefore. So again, we ask, why is the therefore, therefore? Having these promises, what are the promises? Look at verse 17. He says, therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. Here's the promise. We're to separate ourselves from the world. By the way, we've been in Corinth, and Corinth is not the place that you want to be from. It's, it was known as a filthy place, filthy, immoral place. And Paul is saying to the Corinthian believers, come out from among them, be separate. And here's that promise that he was speaking of. Oh, look at, I will be a father to you and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. And then in 1 Peter 1.14, as obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance, but as he which has called you is holy, so be holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. And then the writer of Hebrews tells us to follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. So here's a picture. Holiness is talking about our sanctification. Think about the the great type that God has given us. He's given us a picture of salvation in the Old Testament with the children of Israel coming out of Egypt. They're in bondage to Pharaoh. They're slaves. They're in Egypt. They're powerless. They can't change their circumstances. That's a picture of you and I in sin. And God, through Moses, comes. He sends a deliverer to them. And he teaches them about the Passover. And they put the blood on the doorpost. And the death angel, the father, passes over. And whoever is covered by the blood, the the blood being poured out on the the lintel of the door and and on the posts on the side. A blood covering. And they come out under the blood covering. That's a picture of you and I in our justification in Christ and the shedding of blood and the covering of of blood. And then he brings them out of Egypt. It's in the wilderness See, Satan, sin, Satan, they no longer have dominion over you, no longer have power over you, as Pharaoh no longer has power over the children of Israel. He's been defeated. All of his chariots are washed upon the shore. And then God brings his people into the desert. He's taken them out of Egypt, and now in the desert, he's going to take Egypt out of them. This is the picture of sanctification. It's in the desert. They're under the blood covering that he now gives them a law. He gives them a law. Many came out of Egypt that were of a mixed multitude. They didn't believe. And the the writer of Hebrews tells us they perished because of their unbelief. 
They didn't enter into the promised land. See, God is taking you and I somewhere, isn't he? He's taking us into the promised land. And that picture of Israel in the wilderness, of God delivering them from what they were, that's a picture of our sanctification, and he's working it out in us under a blood covering. And so for the believer, personal holiness we participate in the sanctification process. We certainly don't in justification. But in sanctification, personal holiness, we must come out from the world. We must be distinct from the world to show that we are his children. With indwelling sin, we, we deal with it. We, through faith, we continually faith, look to, look to Christ to deliver us and change us and make us and mold us and conform us. But we're dependent upon his grace to do that. We don't say, well, yeah, I have a temper, you know, that's just the way I am. No, as a believer we say, no, God works to change us, or I'm a gossip. No, I've been changed by, I've been saved. Now God is working to to root that out of me, to, to take that out of me. And so our lives ought to be distinct, and it's not a list of do's and don'ts but it's what am i feeding on personally the books and music and entertainment and how we transact business and what comes out of my mouth and all of these things are distinctions of true christians personal holiness it matters it matters and we we believe that It's a sign of those whom Christ has saved. We don't become holy to be acceptable by God, but because we've been accepted by God, he changes us into his image to be his witnesses.